My dog put cyanide in my cereal. My dog put cyanide in my cereal. Good thing we were out of milk or I would have sucked that shit down. I don't know what he was thinking. If I'm dead, he'd starve to death. I have no friends, no family, and we live in the middle of nowhere. I've tried asking him several times where he got the cyanide from, but all he's done is bark. I even tried to make it simple for him. I told him to bark once for yes and twice for no. All he did was bark 21 times in a row. I counted. 21 is divisible by 1, 3, 7, and 21 itself. So what does that mean? Seriously, can someone help me figure this out? I know he couldn't have had an easy time buying the cyanide. Forget the fact that he has no money. Forget the fact that he has no thumbs. Forget the fact that he hasn't left my sight in weeks. It's hard to find cyanide. I would know. I tried to buy it once. It's not like there's a dealer walking around the streets trying to help you kill yourself. Well, when it comes to heroin, that's arguable. But I wanted that almond-scented, painless way to go. So I went to the dark parts of the interweb. I found a man or a woman I don't really know who was shipping out a lethal dose of the poison. The problem was they didn't have a set price. In exchange for the pills or liquid, they wanted you to liquidate your assets and send them every dollar that oozed out. Despite the fact that I had no one to leave my money to, I found this to be quite unfair. The man or woman explained that by giving up every dollar I owned, it was more likely that I would follow through on swallowing the pills. Overwhelmed by the thought of losing everything including my life, I drank and I drank and I drank. When I woke up, I was in a psych ward. The mailman was the one who found me passed out. Apparently, and I'll never know why, my limp hand was reaching out of the mail slot on my front door when he stopped by to drop off my bills and coupons and one birthday card. The card was from my ex-girlfriend, Sally. She wrote that I should stop calling her because she changed her number, but that I should still have a happy birthday. This was when Scooter came into my life. He was an emotional support dog by training. It was funny. He had more certificates, more accolades, more degrees to his name than I had to my own. I'll always remember the first time Scooter and I locked eyes. Something in the air made me sneeze. As snot shot out my nose onto the floor, he ran over and licked my face. It was intimate, in a non-sexual way. From that day on, when I was feeling extra alone, I would fake sneeze just so I could feel close to something. Sure, sometimes he licked his own poop and then he licked me. But a man like me has to take what he can get. About an hour ago, Scooter fell asleep, so I decided to search the house. I pulled back the bathroom mirror to realize all my prescriptions were empty. I was supposed to be taking them every day, and I couldn't remember the last time Haldol had entered my system. When I shut the mirror, Scooter was staring back at me. Well, it wasn't exactly Scooter. His face was on my body, and his tongue was panting like we'd just gone on a long walk. The door creaked open. My head stuck through at the bottom, and his body followed. How'd you buy cyanide? I asked through his face. You bought it, he responded through mine. Running on all fours, we both made it to the kitchen. Scooter's food bowl was filled to the brim with cheese and meats and special treats. We both dug in. My breath shortened. I could feel my throat tightening. Oxygen stopped feeding my brain, and with my final breath, I sneezed. I, tr 
I can't be sure, but as I was floating away from my body, I thought I saw Scooter lick my face. It was likely that he'd gnaw away at my dead body for weeks before I was found. If only I didn't cancel the mail. If only. Alright, commentary on my dog put cyanide in my cereal. First, I just want to tell you if you didn't know that cyanide smells like almonds. I know this because my psychiatrist told me. He once was around cyanide, I don't know why. And he told me it smells like almonds. Uh, next, I know this is a very dark and crazy story. It's probably the darkest and craziest story in the collection. So if it was too much for you, I apologize, but I promise it'll get easier from here. A little bit. Anyway, if you couldn't figure out what this story's about, it's about a mentally ill man who stops taking his medication. He starts hallucinating that his dog is trying to kill him with cyanide. When in fact the reality is he's bought cyanide himself and he's trying to kill himself and in the end he does. Uh, again, very dark subject matter, but I think it's important to get into the dark side of mental health and mental illness and suicide awareness sometimes. If these things don't get talked about, then people don't get help. Not saying the story is going to change anyone's life, but I don't know. Maybe it could help someone. Who knows? Um, hmm, what else? Oh, in this story, I sneeze. <laughs> I just wanted to have a little anecdote about when I was a high schooler, I went to NYU for screenwriting and playwriting, and I wrote a monologue, and we all wrote monologues, and a bunch of New York New York actors were going to read our monologues, and the guy who I was assigned to couldn't fake sneeze. There was a sneeze in my monologue, and he butchered the fuck out of my monologue, and I almost left NYU. I was so pissed off. Anyway, but my fake sneeze is actually pretty good. I think I'm, you know, not going to pat myself on the back, but I mean, compared to this guy's non-existent sneeze, who was an actor, a trained actor, I'm pretty proud of myself. Uh, what else? Oh, just because this story is told in first person and I'm talking about mental illness does not mean that this character is me. I feel like that should be known for most of these stories. Some stories actually have my name in it, Jeremy, and, and my dog's name, Oliver, in it. Oliver, Jeremy, and Oliver. This is not one of those stories, so therefore this is not me. And even in a story where my name is in it, it's usually an exaggerated version of myself. So don't go thinking that I'm buying cyanide or anything like that. Kind of sped through that. Kind of sped through this story. Um, yeah, the next story is called A Friend in Need. If you don't know what that's from... You'll have to listen to the story and listen to the commentary of the next time you hear it because I'm going to explain where a friend in need comes from. Friend in need. All right, that's it. Thanks for listening. Bye.